good morning everyone, uh, my name is Chris, I am a compliance officer with the BBFC, that's the British Board of Film Classification. And although my job entails lots of different things, uh, the main part of it is viewing and giving an age rating to the different material that's sent into us. And although we're probably most famous for uh, classifying films, we also do TV episodes, music videos, uh, all the special features and behind the scenes things that you get on DVDs and Blu-rays, uh, as well as lots of other different material as well. Uh, and of the different things that I get to view at work, uh, one of the most interesting, challenging and fascinating is horror works because they throw up so many different issues uh, and, and yeah, it can be very difficult sometimes to, to know where to place. You know, why do we watch horror films? Do we watch them because we want to be grossed out by the violence? Is it because we find that kind of stuff quite funny because sometimes it's so over the top and ridiculous? Do we watch it uh, alone and want to be scared by it? Do we watch it as a little social group, like in the cinema or something? Do we go and watch it with a partner and hope that if they get scared they might move a little bit closer to us? Something like that. There's a lot of different reasons why people are interested in horror. These are all things that in one way or another could be classified as horror films. Then you've got something like Hotel Transylvania, which has all these kind of tropes of a horror film. It has all the characters familiar from horror films, and yet it's a U-rated, you know, children's animated adventure. Uh, the Dark Knight, you could call it a comic book film, you could call it a thriller, you could also call it a horror film because of these kind of long, prolonged scenes of threats, the sort of psychological effects of the Joker. Even something like 127 Hours, which you might not commonly think of as a horror film, it's got long, prolonged scenes of uh, threat, it's got uh, moments of graphic bloody violence. Um, I won't spoil the film if you don't know very much about it. Uh, it's also got the kind of psychological breakdown of a character, this uh, intense situation that he's in, uh, darkness, misery, desperation, James Franco, lots of things that might scare people. So these are all different things. And then there's another question as well, which sometimes we have to ask ourselves, which is who is scared of what? Not everyone will be scared by the same things. Prior to Jaws coming out, not that many people were really afraid of sharks. So the kind of the general idea of going into the sea and being attacked by a shark wasn't as massively kind of in the public consciousness as it was until Jaws came along. And since then, as you can see, like from uh, you know, even Pixar films and things, they pick up this fear of sharks, which has now kind of developed into the public consciousness. And Jaws itself is, is a good one to talk about because it's one of the, quite an interesting classification history and throws up some different questions about it. Um, it was originally released in 1975 where it was given an A rating, which at the time is kind of the equivalent of what we would now probably say is a PG. And the examiners at the time uh, felt that there was the kind of the emphasis on this kind of boy's own adventure of going out onto the high seas and trying to you know, fight the shark in a kind of Moby Dick style. But then there's also these, say, these very long scenes of uh, threat. There's some quite bloody moments. Uh, and if you kind of recast like Bruce the shark, as it was, uh, into someone like Michael Myers, it could quite easily be seen as kind of like a slasher film with this serial killer hunting people down. Um, but so it was given a, uh, an A rating in 1975. It then came in again during the 80s uh, under the Video Recordings Act, 
where it was then given a PG rating. One of the issues that the examiners in the 1980s had with the film was that uh, there was no 12 rating at that time. Uh, the first 12 rating came in just for cinema releases in 1989 uh, and only then applied to video ratings in 1994. Um, so a lot of the films that came out during the 80s, and I imagine most people here have probably seen the Indiana Jones films. Uh, the original trilogy was rated PG. Um, I think there were some cuts issues around one of them, but when you think of Raiders of the Lost Ark with the melting Nazi heads, it's quite full-on imagery for a PG, but that's because the examiners at the time had to decide between a PG rating or going all the way up to 15, which was the next one. So we, uh, we do get some films nowadays like Gremlins, which by modern standards looks quite tame for a 15 compared to things nowadays. So in the case of Jaws, for a long time it was a PG because they felt uh, that the whole uh, or the adventure aspect of the film was enough to keep it at PG. But when it came in again for a modern classification in 2012, uh, it was upgraded from a PG to a 12A for a new theatrical release to kind of reflect the changes in, uh, changes in taste and changes in expectation from audiences, again, based on our guidelines uh, and the research that we've done. One of the things that also happened during the 1930s is that the horror film itself really took off as a genre. We had things during the silent era like uh, Nosferatu, Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, uh, but during the 1930s you got this kind of great big influx of the kind of the classic universal monster films like Dracula and uh, Frankenstein, and many of these would come under the H certificate. So a little bit more just about how things have changed over, over time. Uh, I'm going to put up some of the 43 grounds for deletion that a man called T.P. Connor, who was an MP and became the first president of the BBFC, um, said in a 1916 address uh, to the Council of National Council of Public Morals. Uh, and if you see the full list by modern standards, there's some quite amusing things on there. But some of these things still apply kind of to horror films today. So, you know, gruesome murders and strangulation scenes, the irreverent treatment of sacred subjects, cruelty to young infants, I didn't know you could have old ones, uh, and excessive cruelty and torture to adults, especially women, uh, the exhibition of profuse bleeding, I wonder what you'd think of Jaws, uh, cruelty to animals, realistic horrors of warfare, bearing in mind that this was 1916, so uh, at the height of World War I, executions, scenes of suggestive immor immorality, and incidents indicating the actual perpetration of criminal assaults on women. So some of these things like to do with you know, the amount of violence and gore and things that's shown, whether the violence is sexualized, as that kind of last one indicates, these are still things that we look for today and can affect the classification of a film.